This podcast is brought to you by real-life captioned eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. Today's episode is brought to you by Sexy Short Stories. Link in the description for your quick and mischievous stories. Welcome to my friend's Erotic Stories podcast, Reddit's best erotica, where we listen to the best erotica from our friends online. Relax as you spice up your day-to-day lives with a little bit of naughtiness. Feast your eyes to the inspiration of this story, Angela White. Check her Instagram link below. Please enjoy a very hot episode of your friend's Erotic Stories. The next story is posted by author, Object Dart. From our slash erotica, the title of this post is, Breaking the Boy. Sit back and enjoy the story. I've had sex many times. It's okay. Just okay. It's McDonald's when you're hungry. But it isn't what I wanted. I've never felt able to share with those men what I really wanted to do to them. I'm ashamed. Sounds funny, doesn't it? In 2021. But it's hard when you're brought up to be the perfect little lady. When you're taught men open doors and you say thank you. To admit you're dot 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 not vanilla. When I'm home on my own I get out my lube and my Lilo vibrator. I lie back and rub it against my pussy and let myself dream of a man who'll let me do what I like to him. A man who'll kneel to me. A man I can command to please me the way I want. I pulse it against my clit. And I come faster and harder than I ever have in bed with one of the boring dudes I've dated. I don't look the part. I know. I look like your average basic bitch. 22, 5'6", waist-length red hair. Blue eyes, skin as pale as cream. Outsized breasts, small waist. One of my exes called me Jessica Rabbit in tight jeans. I'm bubbly, I giggle, I wear crop tops and work at Forever 21 in the mall. And drink my pumpkin spice latte. Like a good girl, I went to college and got on the cheer squad. I watch rom-coms with the girls and wonder if Meg Ryan ever dreams of tying Tom Hanks down and fucking him with a strap on till he begs for mercy. And then I pretend I didn't think that. I nod and agree when my friends talk about how hot dominant men are. I sometimes wonder about dyeing my hair black and getting some tattoos, just so I look more like who I am inside. Just to get an in, signal to the kind of men I want to meet. But I thought about my girlfriends and my mom and I knew I couldn't. It's just dot 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 that woman isn't who I want to be. I can't be that person. I'm not that person. I don't want anybody to know. No one can ever know. Switch it off. Push it down. I just have to try harder. I can be normal. So I go to work and I come home and I masturbate and I dream of submissives and I date vanilla men whose idea of sex is holding me down. Sticking their dick in me. And going as hard as they can. I don't mean any harm. I'm just trying to fit in. I hate myself. But then, I guess, so does everyone. It's a life, sort of. Alex has changed all of that. He changed it all in five minutes. I vividly remember the first time I saw him. It was his first week on the job, security guard. I saw him talking to one of the other guards and I ran out of the shop without thinking. The pull was that strong. I had to cover myself by pretending I saw a bee. I'm not scared of bees, but everyone assumes I would be. I look like the kind of girl who makes a fuss about bees. I knew the guy he was with, Brent. Brent is middle-aged, with a paunch, and always has two days worth of stubble. He smells bad. He runs his eyes all over me, just the same way he'd like to run his hands. Ah, Brent, if you knew who I really was, you'd run. Abby? Brent says. A bee, huh? 
I'd have saved you. It was a big one, I say, and blush. Brent turns to the man next to him. The man I am trying not to look at. Alex, this is Abby. She provides the decoration around here. Just ask her if you need a bikini. His eyes flick down, checking where the hem of my floral dress is. Fuck you, Brent. Except I wouldn't. Alex doesn't laugh at Brent's joke. Doesn't even crack a smile. Nice to meet y'all, he says. He has a southern accent. Texas. Louisiana. Maybe. Never found that sexy before, but I damn well do now. He's the same age as Brent, somewhere in his 40 seconds. That's where the resemblance ends. He's tall, six feet something, with cropped blonde hair. He's well-muscled, but lean, it's working muscle. Not poser Jim Gaines. He has a long, flexible mouth and direct, disconcerting pale blue eyes. He looks relaxed but alert. He's tanned, weathered, even. There are crow's feet around those stunning eyes. Alex is new, Brent says, unnecessarily. I know Alex is new. If I had ever seen him before there is no question I would have remembered. Just got out of the army, he adds. That explains the tan, overseas service. Also explains that maddening air of control. He's standing there like he's in charge. Like he knows what's going on. Like nothing could surprise him. God, I want to break that so much. I want to say something. Something cool and impressive. But when I meet Alex's pale, calm, assessing eyes everything I could say goes completely out of my head. I can feel my nipples hardening. I can feel the wetness at the top of my thighs. I break Alex's gaze, look to my right. Brent is staring at the nipples poking the thin fabric of my dress and smirking. Gotta go, I say, and run back into the store. Abby calls my coworker Jenna as I run into the shop and up the stairs. Abby, not feeling well, I shout back. I lock myself in a stall in the staff bathroom. My hands are shaking as I lift the tiered skirt of the floral dress. I pull down my underwear and step out of it leaving my purple lace pants on the dirty tiles of the bathroom floor. I put the toilet lid down and sit on it, with my legs spread as wide as I can get them. I slide my fingers into my soaking pussy for lube and then move them up to my swollen, straining clit. It's rock hard and touching it's such a relief that I can't help moaning a little as I rub it, fast and hard with my index finger. I wonder briefly if there is anyone else in the bathroom. And then I decide I don't care as I pull my left breast out of the neckline of the dress and use my other hand to tweak my hard nipple. I'm so turned on that it only takes a few strokes before I feel myself beginning to come. I let go, moaning as it crests inside me and explodes. It's so fucking good. He is so fucking good. I come to collapsed on the toilet seat, sweaty, my pants on the floor. Starting to realize I have just audibly wanked myself off at work. My last functioning brain cell informs me that it has no idea what it is about Alex, but I'm absolutely 100 PC finished. Game over. I can't pretend this one away. Fuck. Now what? For the next two days, I stalk Alex all around the mall. I try not to. I want him to like me, to be comfortable with me, to be attracted to me. I want him to enjoy everything I want to do with him. If he notices I am following his every move, it's not exactly going to build his trust to the point where he'll let me tie him up. I work hard to reason with myself. He could be married. He could be gay. He could just be completely uninterested, which is absolutely fine and he is allowed to not be interested. Although I will probably have to voluntarily commit myself to a mental institution, which is also absolutely fine, if that's what I need to get through whatever the hell this is. Everything is absolutely fine. Oh, God. I wanked off at work again today. I need professional help. On the third day, I run into him at Winko's. 
I am on my way home and, for once, thinking about what I need to make salmon teriyaki rather than tying up my colleagues when I round the corner and see him staring at the cornflakes. My stomach drops like I'm on a roller coaster and before I can think about it too much I walk over. He's wearing a grey leather biker jacket and jeans which fit his ass like a dream. Hi, I say. Alex, right? He looks up. I'm close enough to smell him. He smells like cinnamon and cigarettes. Hello, Abby, he says and goes back to studying the cornflakes. There are too many brands, he says. Which one do I want? He looks genuinely confused and upset. I run my eyes over the boxes. Pick one which is fairly healthy and doesn't have a cartoon on the front. And give it to him. Thanks, he says and puts it in his trolley. Did he seriously just let me pick his cornflakes for him? I'm so wet I can feel my pussy dripping down the inside of my thighs. I know if I put my hand down and touch myself, I'll start coming as soon as I stroke my clit. Christ, I need to calm down and get a fucking grip. I don't even know if he's interested. There's a bar across the way. Can I buy you a drink? I say. There. It's clunky, but it's out. He looks astonished. You want to buy me a beer? He says, and then smiles, slowly. Are you even old enough to drink? You're not on duty now. Mr. Security Guard. Can I see some ID? He's joking, but I decide to play it seriously. You can see anything you like, I say. Driver's license. I hand it to him, but he doesn't look at it. He looks at me, smiling, turning the laminated card over and over in his fingers. Later, I'm going to sit in my car clutching that card, trying to absorb any molecules of Alex still on it, trying to smell the cinnamon. We sit in a booth, an old-fashioned one, with leather seats so high you can't see over the top. I watch him take his jacket off and fold it neatly, placing it on the seat next to him. He's wearing a t-shirt, and his arms are incredible. I have a sudden urge to lick him, from the bones of the wrist, over the defined muscles in his forearm, up to the tattoo on his right bicep. It's all I can do to restrain myself. I look more closely at the tattoo. You were a marine, I say. Brent said you were army. He looks surprised. Yes. He pauses. I don't think Brent actually listens to people. This makes me laugh. Where were you? I ask. Afghanistan, he says. His face has tightened and he looks down at the tattoo. I can tell he forgot it was there. He didn't mean anyone to see it. Should've worn long sleeves today. Alex, your loss, my gain? Get used to it. Maybe all he did was the backroom staff, organizing supplies. But I think it was more. I can imagine him as a sniper, one blue eye to the sights, disciplining himself, waiting for exactly the right moment. It would suit that strange quality of calm stillness. After that, my imagination fails me. I don't know much about the military, except what I've seen on TV, and my uncle and his buddies and their stories. The one clear thing is that the man in front of me absolutely does not want to talk about this. This is at odds with what I do know, that most veterans tend to be proud of their service. I would imagine this goes double for US Marines, venerated by gun nuts and macho assholes everywhere. I could ask him some questions. But I suspect the reason he is currently a mall rent-a-cop in a small town in middle America where he is completely unknown is because he doesn't want to answer them. So, instead, I say what's been on my mind since the first time I saw him. Want to fuck? He takes it very well. A minor choke on the beer, and then he manages to control his face. I'm going to have to work hard to crack him. I am really, really looking forward to it. I'm too old for you, he says. Thanks, but I decide who's too old for me, I say. Am I too young for you? I cross and recross my legs under the table as I ask. I'm so turned on it hurts, while simultaneously terrified he's going to turn me down. 
The combination is starting to make me feel a bit faint. He considers. Haven't you got something going with Brent? He says. He sure thinks you have. He says you're his girl. Fucking Brent. I've never dated Brent. I say. And I am never, ever going to. Hard pass. He laughs. Looks at his drink. It's strange. A lot of these guys back here in the States. Say they hate the Taliban. But they want to live exactly the same way and just call it something different. Says you're his girl. Might as well piss in a circle around you to warn me off. If he had half a chance, he'd confine you to his apartment and force you to wear a burqa. This hits a little too close to home when I consider some of the potential ideas I have about his future. I change the subject. You guys talked about me? I say, and he blushes. You asked. I'm delighted. The corner of his mouth twitches into a smile. This isn't about the military, is it? He says. How do you mean, some girls he doesn't finish? Relax, I say. I'm pretty sure I would have been desperate to fuck you if you'd spent your entire life doing the icing at Cinnabon. His place looks like a hotel room. It's like he's wiped it clean of his personality. It's very tidy. Everything hung up. Everything in its place. Only a few things give me clues. A plain white china bowl. Drying on the rack by the sink. A half-empty bottle of vodka by the stove. A statuette on one of the shelves. A kneeling woman the size of my hand. Her face is hidden. When I run my finger over her curves, the satiny wood is warm. In the bedroom, he slowly raises his t-shirt and I realize he's stripping for me. He slides it over his shoulder. He wants me to look. I can feel his eyes on my face as I take his body in. All that toned, golden skin, the tattoo on his bicep, the white scar on his abs. I can see the hard bulge in his jeans, the outline of his cock down his right thigh. There's a faint dusting of fair hair on his chest. I want to slide my hand down and touch myself while I'm looking at him, but I don't. I want, I need him to be unsure. I need the vulnerability in his eyes as he's wondering whether I like what I see. Oh, I do, Alex. I do. I would cut off my own little finger if that was the price to run my tongue once along the perfect line of your collarbone. I have never in my life seen a man I want more. And I break. I want to dom him so badly I can't help myself. I stand. I look him in the eye. My voice cracks out. Neil. Just giving the order makes my groin ache. Alex's head snaps up and his eyes meet mine. His pupils are wide, as dilated as if he's on drugs. His lips part. I wait for him to reject me, to laugh, to walk away. Instead, he drops to his knees and begins licking my pussy. The shock of being obeyed, mingled with the touch of his warm, wet tongue on my clit, nearly makes me pass out from pleasure. He laps me, the tip of his tongue hitting my swollen clit exactly right. My legs are shaking and I brace myself against the wall. I look down and I see his jeans are open and he's rubbing his cock expertly with his right hand. I can tell he's done it a lot. He knows exactly how to get himself off. It's one of the hottest things I have ever seen. I can feel the first tingling ripples and I know I'm very close. The way he's groaning into my pussy tells me he's nearly there too. And I grit my teeth and put the brakes on my orgasm. I want to see him come. I want to see it. I have to see it. I need it. His hands moving faster now and the head of his cock is dripping. God, he smells good and his tongue is so warm. I want to come so badly. But I have to wait. He's licking me like ice cream. Smooth sweeps of his tongue. Small moans of pleasure. And finally, I feel him shudder. There it is, a warm white gush over his hand. And seeing it tips me over the edge. I let go, moaning as it crests inside me and explodes. It's so fucking good. He is so fucking good. He's everything I have ever dreamed of and I don't care who knows about me anymore. I have to have this.
That was one hot story from our friend. Make sure to subscribe and check the links down below to be notified for daily episodes that would make your day a few times spicier as we listen to our friend's erotic stories.